Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. 
Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavenly. And even now, while we are placed among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those that shall endure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. My joy is gone. Grief is upon me. My heart is sick. Hark, the cry of my poor people from far and wide in the land. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king not in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their images, with their foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of my poor people, I am hurt. I mourn, and dismay has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then has the health of my poor people not been restored? Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears, so that I might weep day and night for the slain of my poor people. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter to Paul, of Paul to Timothy. First of all, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that they may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and humankind, Christ Jesus himself, himself human who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time. For this I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, What will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. 
I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much, and whoever is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust you to the true riches? And you have, if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is, not, what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Let the words of my mouth and the longings and yearnings and meditations of our hearts be aligned with your spirit, your generosity, and your audacity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I am super glad to be with you. My first relationship with All Saints was with Harry Pritchard when I was a rector at St. Luke's. Loved doing things with Harry. And then Jeffrey, loved Jeffrey, played golf with Jeffrey. Jeffrey made me look like a banker. Love Jeffrey. <laughs> and now Simon, grateful for your friendship, for your trust in me, your vision for All Saints being a church in the city for the city. Vision is important. And I thank you as I've done twice, and I'm going to do it again and again to Simon in Tanzania to say thank you. Asante sana. Asante sana to Simon for sending Stuart and me to Tanzania. Would you all please, a great phrase, to say thank you. Everyone say, Asante sana. Today's lessons, there's not m much joy in these lessons. And I, I got looking this week, 
Lord, give me some words of hope. And I mean, like, and we're going to get to Jeremiah in a moment, but is there any balm in Gilead? The harvest is past, the summer's ended, and we're not saved. It sounds like life in America and around the world, doesn't it? And the psalmist is having a bad hair day. The heathen have come into your inheritance. That'll preach. But we've got to get to hope and joy. We're not going to rail. We're going to critique and then give hope. And then, did y'all catch this phrase in Timothy? That we are always to pray, give thanksgivings, to pray for kings. In Moscow, in Washington, I mean, Moscow, in Paris. In the next phrase, we pray for them so that we may all have a quiet and peaceful life in godliness and dignity. I wish leaders could read that first. And then what in the world are we going to say about that crazy parable? Jesus praising somebody for being dishonest? Invite me back to preach that. I just want to preach on that layer by itself. But I do want to say this because you get to the end and it says, uh, you get my age at 72, you don't need glasses. And Jesus says, and I suspect there are class issues as they are in Jesus' time. He weeps over Jerusalem, the text says, over the injustices. And there's this line in this parable, if then you who have not been faithful with dishonest wealth, a lot of wealth is dishonest. Call up Walmart. And they made a big decision, didn't they, about not selling guns and about vaporizing. I'm not making this up, okay? So uh, what's Jesus getting at here? to use what we've been given with generosity and creativity. Now let's get to the sermon. So I'm going to share a little story. When my wife and I lived in South Georgia, South Georgia was fun to live in. They had these sayings like on a hot day and you're having a bad hair day. She's just next to herself. We lived in South Georgia on a little farm called Koinonia, a community started in 1941 to be a demonstration plot that black and white people are brothers and sisters. That was a big deal, 1941. It's a big deal now. And so they lived as a community, Koinonia means in the... Christian scriptures, to share the affectionate bonds of Christ in community. And they did that in Sumter County. They chose the worst land possible. They picked the most racist county in Georgia to be a demonstration of God's hospitality and generosity. Go figure. This is not cupcakes, tea, and kumbaya. Someone's dysfunctional, Lord, kumbaya. No, no. 
to witness to the powerful reality that we're all one. One. And yes, that will get you into trouble. Won't it, Alvin, if you preach that? We're one. We're one, libertarians and Democrats and Republicans, but we can't get that through our hearts. By the way, I had a talk with the, the person who runs Gorilla Car Wash on, Peachtree, on Piedmont. We share different views about immigrants. It can happen. You can have a conversation with somebody who's different with you and not put them in a box. Let me get to the story. I digress. So my wife and I moved to Cornelia. She was the director of the child care center. There were no kindergartens for children of color in Sumter County. Cornelia had one. She was the director, and I never would advise this. Where's Simon? There he is. I worked for my wife. That was a complete disaster. Don't do it. And so we ran this center together the first year. I got a different job the second year. And one day I got a phone call from a guy named Ed Bacon, who's now the interim at St. Luke's. And Ed at the time was a Baptist minister. What is about recovering Baptists and Roman Catholics that end up in there? So Ed called up in 1976. I never met him. I didn't meet him until 1991. And listen to this conversation. He called the Cornelia Child Development Center. I answered the phone, and he said the first line, I need your help. He said, what's your name again? What kind of help? I need your help to find a home for a year, a little girl named Paula, whose mother is going to prison. She made some mistakes. She forged checks. And I want you, what, he said, what's your name? I said, Spencer. I want you, Spencer, to find a home for her. That's crazy. I mean, that's like Jeremiah going to the king's court and y'all read this, I'm not making it up. He, the king's court is surrounded with all these religious advisors who don't care about what's going on with justice in the land of Israel and have the, and he's, find me a home. Well, I, I, Ed, I don't know you. I mean, I, I, we went through all this, and finally I said, I'll put the phone down. I walked out. We had five teachers in the preschool at that point. So what do you, does anybody want to take care of a little girl named Paula for a year? And Margaret, 68 years old, married to Will, who's 78, said, I will. We said, Margaret, you're too old. You know, it's amazing how ageism, you know, it's interesting about ageism, Simon, as a retired priest, it's so amazing about ageism and what we experience. But anyway, you're a young pup. Okay. <laughs> so Margaret said, I will. So we tried to talk her out of it. 
Now, this is important. You know this about Margaret. She and Will have been married a long time. They had four sons. Will is practically deaf. He was in charge of the Bible study at Cornelia and the community garden. We grew all our food. And so Margaret runs out in the garden. Will's hoeing. Will, Will, we're going to have a baby girl. <laughs> Will keeps on hoeing. <laughs> Will, put down that hoe. We're going to have a baby girl. He keeps on hoeing. The third time, she practically yells. Will, I plead with you, put down that hoe. We're going to have a baby girl. He puts down the hoe. He looks at Margaret and says, Margaret, I've been praying for one for a long time. You know, it's something. And, and Paula came. And I got goosebumps repeating this story as I've told it at nine. Because Paula was the same age as our son Spencer, who was born at Cornania. And they grew up together that one year. And you know, love is messy, love is worth it all, changing the diapers and all, and the crying. It was just glorious. Her mama got out of prison, like the prodigal daughter, like all of us. And maybe you're here today to start over. Start over. And she comes. We have a party. We cry. We pray. We dance. And we let her go. The power of saying, I will. I will. The power of saying, we will. We at All Saints 24 years ago said, we will become friends and neighbors on a 21-hour plane ride to Tanzania. We will, be, we will be friends and neighbors with the Diocese of Western Tanzania. Y'all, that's big. To be aligned, to be open like Will and Margaret and all saints to possibilities of hope that we just can't see right in front of us. And they're there. I'm here to tell you, y'all, our investment in Tanzania, in Emmanuel, in the Lake Tanganyika Bible College, is crucial and important. I saw lives changed, transformed while we were there. In Tanzania, Christians and Muslims respect each other. They revere each other. They intermarry. There's a vision that people can live together and have different religious beliefs. It was inspiring. 
in Tanzania. All Saints' support of six women in seminary is huge. I hope somebody is going to join Stuart and me. Stuart's my wife. She sings in the choir. She sends her love. She's ill. I hope you'll join us as we're going to go back and continue building and enjoying those relationships that are full of life. And you can imagine, you know one of the things I love they do in church there is they dance. They don't have long sermons. You can only preach nine minutes, and I know I've already gone over nine, and sorry, I'm forgetting. <laughs> they only do have nine-minute sermons. And they dance and sing the scriptures, and y'all, it was just contagious joy. And it reminded me in lots of ways, where's Kirk, the brother? Of the beautiful music, where is he? There he is over there. That you lead and evoke at all saints. What are you going to say, I will, today? To what? To whom? Now, we're in no rush. And when I look at Jeremiah, who in the world wants to be a prophet? God calling this little boy at 12 years old. He spends his whole life railing against the king because the king doesn't care what happens to vulnerable people. Yes, Jeremiah is playing politics. Politics and faith, I believe, go together. It's called the politics of God, that we're all one. That God is about welcome and hospitality and for you and me and all saints opening up our hearts with and for each other and opening up our wallets and opening up our feet. The African definition of prayer, I'm told, is watch where your feet go. That'll preach. I'm going to hear y'all. Y'all, that was great singing from in. That was one I can't wait to tell Stuart. What's your name? Esther. Esther. Oh, Esther. In the Bible, Esther, beautiful Esther, is asked the question, wow, who knows that you have been called to the kingdom of love for a time is such as this? We're all Esther. And Jeremiah's carrying on. He's driven the clergy crazy. They put him in jail. In next week's lesson, we'll take a little peek. In jail, he has the audacity to buy real estate, to invest like we are investing in Tanzania, that we can't quite see the possibilities in front of us. Now, like Simon... And the clergy here, we were taught in discerning God's presence in the world, have your Bible open and the newspaper open at the same time. And of course, there are weddings and funerals and 
the life we share together. But I opened uh, this week, I went, oh my gosh, here's a Jeremiah figure. Greta Thornburg from Sweden, whatever name you use for God, the divine, the higher power got to this 16-year-old girl who has autism and says, it's my superpower. This is Jeremiah today, inspiring thousands and thousands of young people worldwide to say, we got to do this better about the earth. And they got out in all these countries and had peaceful witnesses and had chants like, uh, there is no planet B. The sea is rising, and so are we. That gives me hope that the young people are putting their lives on the line with audacity like Jeremiah, and Greta drives some people crazy. And like prophets, her life has been threatened. She's ridiculed at the White House. And I say that, just y'all, let us see the face of God and speak in love, truth, to power. If we're not going to speak it, who is? One of my teachers told me, Spencer, first seek the truth and it will first make you miserable. And then another teacher said, Flannery O'Connor, speak the truth and it will make you odd. We're odd people at All Saints, aren't we? And then Jesus says, seek the truth. It'll make you free. Free! Free like Greta. One of the things I love about Canterbury Court, and I'm talking to my two sisters here, is I hang out with Peggy and Kat. I do. And it just strengthens my heart on this end of the spectrum, and we're all together, that they care about what's happening to the planet. It's the young and the young, young, these two, to give witness and voice. And, of course, like Jeremiah, we're going to drive people crazy. Don't you think I drive people crazy? If you don't believe that, call my wife at 404-670-4274. I mean, it's like people in our neighborhood think we're weird and we are and odd. We have bees, and you can't spray for mosquitoes if you have bees. And there are people in Sherwood Forest They have these signs, please don't spray, you're killing the pollinators. Well, that'll get you into a conversation, right? You know, and you treat people with respect, right? And there are lots of things we can be about. And I think and believe in all my heart when we say, I will, when we say, we will, It is biblical audacity.
It is biblical audacity to say, I will join in the aura of love in opening up justice in right relationships like Jeremiah, like Greta from Sweden, like Will and Margaret, like all saints in Tanzania, like all saints having a covenant house right over here. And I'm talking to Emmanuel. Y'all know Emmanuel, that we help get a theological education. He's coming back here. He's the president of the seminary in Tanzania. Emmanuel is so inspired by all saints. He's going to build and is building a covenant house in Kusulu for the vulnerable men who have alcohol issues like most of us. Clarence Jordan at Cornania said, faith is turning dreams into deeds and betting your life on unseen realities where all people of color and women are respected and valued for their gifts. Is this preaching going to meddling? How are we doing? Okay, okay. I want you to take your time in responding to today's question along with my sister Esther. How will we respond? What is going to be I will for you? What is going to be we will? And like my two sisters here from Canterbury Court, we will together. We have a, a relationship. How are you going to respond to those questions? And maybe it's okay if you put it off for a week. I simply invite you back that who knows that you have come to this time and place for the kingdom and all its possibilities with hope and audacity to swim upstream and to walk with humility and sing and dance. Dance. If he ever invites me back, we're going to dance. <laughs> Asante Sana for your spirit, for you at All Saints. Asante Sana to you, Simon and Jim. And a blessing. It's called a Franciscan blessing. May God bless us with discomfort at easy answers, half-truths, and superficial relationships that we may live deep within our hearts. And may God bless us with enough foolishness and biblical audacity to believe that we can make a difference in this world together with Jesus, the inclusive one, so that we can do what others claim cannot be done and surprise ourselves 
and grow deeper into God's love, which is here right now. Standing as you are able, let us affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, Father the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came in the Holy Spirit. He came incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. The third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for the loving kindness of God and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the world, for the welfare of the Holy Church of God, and for the unity of all people, we offer prayers to God. We give thanks for the Church of the Province of Southeast Asia, St. Peter's Church in Rome, and All Saints Guild of the Christ Child, and for new life wherever we found it. We give thanks for the birth of Annabelle Francis Yu. Are there other thanksgivings? Let us pray to the Lord. For our bishops, Rob and Don, and for all the clergy and people, let us pray to the Lord. For our president, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, let us pray to the Lord. For the city of Atlanta, for every city and community, and for those who live in them, let us pray to the Lord. For the good earth which God has given us, for the wisdom and will to conserve it, let us pray to the Lord. 
for the aged and infirmed, for the widowed and orphans, for the sick and the suffering. We offer prayers to God, especially for Brad Russell and Audrey Calabro, Kim Jate, Lynn Randolph, Connie Schaeffer, J. Michael Smith, Megan Grove, and John Thomas. Are there others who are in need of prayer? Let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them, let us pray to the Lord. For all who have died in the hope of the resurrection, and for all the departed, we offer prayers to God, especially for Marty York, Asia Areno, Manuel C. Arvesu, Francis L. Bashes, Sarah Clark, Michael Collins and Ann C. Crutchville, Jared Jacobson and Sarah Johnson, Gilda Morris and Alina Ray, William Sauer, Kevin Skelly and Joan Sir. Are there others who have died? Let us pray to the Lord. For deliverance from all danger, violence, oppression, and degradation, let us pray to the Lord. That we may end our lives in faith and hope without suffering and without reproach, let us pray to the Lord. In the communion of all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all our life to Christ our God. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Standing or kneeling. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will, walk in your ways. To the glory of your name, amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand as you are able for the peace.
The peace of the Lord be always with you. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth. For by water and the Holy Spirit you have made us a new people in Jesus Christ our Lord to show forth your glory in all the world. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy and gracious God, in your infinite love you made us for yourself, and when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and maker of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, almighty God, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, 
the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by Christ, and with Christ, and in Christ. In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. The gifts of God for the people of God, whoever you are, wherever you are on your journey, you are welcome at this table.
please stand as you are able. Gretchen, in the name of this congregation, we send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those to whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread, one cup. Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor everyone. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.